the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. For the next two hours, you're stuck with me. If you have a car question, now is the time to get in because it's kind of slow at the front side of the show. 602-508-0960. And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area and you're still here in the show, you can use our toll-free line, 888-960-9696. We're on 960 AM, 888-960-9696. So one way or another, but let me tell you about a really great shop here in the Phoenix area. It's Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. They're really good at what they do. They've probably got 50, 60 years of experience at the shop. That means they got guys that started with 50 Chevys, maybe even 49s, and then they worked all the way through computer cars with uh, with brains that tell the engine to do everything. Larry Harkers can fix things that most people can't because I'll get people in that neighborhood that have a problem with a car, and I recognize the symptoms need somebody who's seen that before, and I haven't. Send them to Harkers, and, and it's fixed. So, And he does oil changes and all that other stuff. So if you want a good shop and you're near 38th Avenue in Indian School and you don't have a good shop already, then use Harkers for an oil change and see what happens. Sitting next to me is Wayne Shack. Wayne Shack just got out of jail day before yesterday. Well, thank you for explaining everything in details. <laughs> Do you want to go in the background of that or not? <laughs> no. They know I'm teasing. I know. Why don't you tell us what you do for a living? I'm a parts guy. This is plain <laughs> and simple. Um, I have worked for 41 years in the uh, automotive aftermarket, the um, uh, looking for products for um, shops, repair shops like Mark's. And uh, we've known each other for many, many, many years. Um, I am currently a, a director of products, so I work for a large automotive associated group, and I'll explain that a little more. Um, but I have done this now. It's been 41 years I've been in the business, and my job is product development, and I also am a product director. So my job is to look for the deals for our members of Longdoor Associations and qualify products that they're buying. Okay. But you say aftermarket, which is, we'll make that, we'll draw that line. You've got aftermarket and? And, and OEM experience. OEM. Well. Yeah. So original, original equipment manufacturer. Correct. So Chevy, Ford, Chrysler, Tom, Honda, Toyota. So you've got that segment and those parts. And then you've got my segment, which is aftermarket and my parts. Correct. Okay. Because there's crossover in there. All right. Parts. But when you talk about that you're aftermarket, really and truly you're tracking parts backwards to where they're made, wherever they're made, and you kind of know how those parts come out, and they're only going to go one in two directions, one of two, aftermarket or 
manufacturers. Yes. Yeah. In some cases, they're they're much the same. Okay. And the same manufacturers do the same, make the same products. Give me, give me, give me an example. Um, exactly. I can tell you on, for example, on a, a remanufactured starter or alternator, just as an example, um, the big three or the Asian cars or Korean or whatever, um, they use uh, for remanufactured product. They're using some of the same manufacturers who make the same type of products that you would buy when you go down the street from a local parts store or online or such in a remanufactured case. We're just talking That's remanufactured right. electrical, like starters and alternators. Correct. And so w- when we talk about the aftermarket, we're talking about the three big dogs. We're talking about AutoZone, O'Reilly's, and who's the third one? AutoZone, O'Reilly, uh, Advance, okay. Pep. Pet Boys. Okay. Those are the aftermarket guys, but I buy from a parts warehouse and install aftermarket parts on people's cars. Correct. So we just get the terminology right. I buy some OEM because I can't get that in the aftermarket. For instance, something very proprietary like the glove box door. I get it from the dealer. So the five, Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Toyota, Honda. Those are the big dogs. They're double digit on the road. Correct. So when you track this park backwards... And let's do this rotating electrical. Let's do starters and alternators. Where is the company that builds them for both of us? What part of the world? U.S. Okay. USA. So they're made in the United States, right. and they're disseminated in two different boxes. Hypothetically, one of them could say, um, give me an aftermarket name. Uh, it could be uh, um, BBB, or okay. it could be a brand box from a from a, a chain store. Okay, like an Pep Boys, Pep it could Boys, be. or an, an NAPA, or whomever it may be. And that same starter alternator can be in a box that says Chevrolet, Ford, Chrysler, Toyota, Honda, AC, Delco, or Motorcraft. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> and, and you know that because you've gone all the way to the beginning of the chain, and your job is is for the people that you work with and for with and for those are two. Those people are interested in. Can I buy this part and jump over people? Can I buy this part cheaper? What's the best part out there? And if this bag of, or this oil, and I'm using this, I'm not going to use oil. This windshield wiper motor is good. Can I do better cheaper? How did I do? That's gross. I would think that's correct. That's about as good as it's going to get. And so when you, do you travel all over the world? I do. Give me some countries. uh, I've extensively traveled to China, Korea, Taiwan, Japan, uh, Mexico, Canada. So, you know, wherever that part is being manufactured at. And so you track it back to its origination point. Then you know it's put in a box, what the box says, and how it gets here. Correct. Okay, now let's talk about how it gets here because I'm always intrigued by that. I'm intri- so the guy makes it, and, and start from there. Where does it go? Where does it go? Where does it go? Well, it, first of all, somebody has to request it being made. Okay. Okay. And, and typically, that, that world is, is a lot smaller than a lot of people realize. There are manufacturers of certain types of products that are out there that, for the most part, if you are uh, already in the business, let's say that you're already doing distribution or you are a, you are a brand, and you're looking for a part or a category, you probably already have a sense of who's manufacturing those goods. You do the research, you go out. So that bill of material was created, what the requirements are behind it, the model of distribution, the MLQ, how much they're going to order. All of those things are negotiated up front. Okay. Orders are placed. 
Okay. Depending on how they receive freight, whether it's containered products, whether it's uh, consolidated into a marketplace because some big companies, large companies do that. They consolidate huge amounts of products and bring them all through a, you know, a shipping company and then freight forwarder from the USA to the destination of where it goes to, which could be a, a large warehouse distributor. It could be even as, as small sometimes as even local parts distributors, depending okay, on like what their needs are. A local parts. Again, we have the O'Reilly's and, the, and those kinds of, we have big A's, and we have a lot of other companies that fall into that category because I buy from warehouses that don't sell to the public. So I buy from factory motor parts. I buy from parts authority. I buy from WorldPack. Correct. And those guys are likely to sell me the same part that exists in another box with another label. Absolutely. The same part. Absolutely. And and there's going to be a price difference because one of them maybe came up from Mexico, and so it's a shorter trip on a boat or whatever. And, and so when it gets here, it's going to be cheaper than the one from China. Very well could be. And a lot of that is, you know, it, obviously uh, there's there's things that play into this. Uh, it's it's a pretty, pretty times it's, most times it's simple. It's labor costs and it's weight and freight. Okay. And okay. it's just the way it is. Um, you know, I can talk Distance about Distance, too. Absolutely. Okay. Distance, Absolutely. too. So, friend, and so before we take a break, that air gun that you just heard in your ear, yeah, that's a caller. So we're going to take a caller first and, and see what's going on. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Mike. Mike, good morning. How can we help you? Hey. Oh, good. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, his son's got a 95 Ford 150, and just all of a sudden, he's got two gas tanks, and the rear is just spilling out gas. So that's probably the front tank pump. Well, it that? depends on how it's plumbed. Your 95, of course, is 25 years old, and I'm not familiar with exactly the way it is, but this is how it happens. There's a switch, and this switch, when you flip front tank, it shuts off the back tank and it sends fluid forward. If the switch goes bad, then maybe tank one will send fuel into tank two, and tank two's already filled, so then all of a sudden it comes out to either the vent underneath the tank, on top of the tank, or it's going to come out where you filled it up in the filler neck. That's so, where it's coming out. So it might just be the switch. A, a, and certainly that's what you would want to do is go. Now, from a diagnostic point of view, you have to make sure that you're not underneath this truck and your wife's mad at you. You have to make sure that if you're underneath this truck, you don't have a trouble light that's going to hit the ground, explode, and catch the whole truck on fire plus your house. So be careful with this. But you can go down and find the switch, and you can turn on the front tank, and then you can pinch the back tank's line or put your hand on it, and you might be able to feel that the fluid, the gas is going forward and backward. But if you pinch mm-hmm. off the line and it quits coming out of the fuel tank on number two, then you know that it's going forward and backwards. The switch is the only thing that can do it. It's really a solenoid. It's not really a switch. The switch is on your dash that you pick tank one and tank two. But the solenoid, is that what you're going to call it? Yeah. A solenoid that's going to either go front tank or back tank, and there's no neutral position. But some reason or another, you've got yours that's stuck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay, and the other thing, real quick, uh, my older Ranger that I have, I've done the lower ball joints, the upper control arms, new shocks. It's something still kind of rattling. I've taken in several times. They can't find anything. I just like to go off road, but I want to be safe. <laughs> so I, I'm like, who do you recommend? I'm in. I'm near like the 101 in Indian Bend. 
Okay. Well, let me ask you a couple questions. Can you make Good. this happen? Oh, it's always there. Just like okay. a little subtle rattle in okay. the front end somewhere, and I, I'm like, right. I don't know. What the heck is that? All right. Okay. Well, here, I, I want you to do some more. I want you to drive okay. straight and listen to the noise, and then I want your wife to drive and you to move to the passenger side and answer the question, can you tell which side it's on? by sitting on the drivers and the passenger, number one. Number two, if you make a gradual turn to the right, like you're getting on and off the 101, um, does it make any, does it change the rattle any? So you say, well, you know, I made a, make a right turn a 90 degree, and the rattle goes away, but when I make a left turn, it doesn't go away. Uh, on well, a 1 to 10 scale, yeah. this is a 3 or a 4. So um, Indian Bend and the, and the 101. If you go south, then uh, Craig Bell at Bell Automotive at the 101 in McDowell, just west, he's an right. old gray-haired guy, and I, I, could, I am saying that there's 99.9% chance Greg can find this if you can duplicate it. But if you show up there and you can't make it happen, no one can find it. But go right. to Bell Automotive, and that's at McDowell Road, just west of the 101. And don't go on Monday morning or Friday afternoon because those are busy times. But, yeah, just uh, go to see him, okay? Okay, thank you so much. You bet. To a TOT, you know what TOT stands for? Turned over to <laughs> Bell Automotive. Okay, phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back with Wayne Shack and talk about where auto parts start and how they end up in your car. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. If you're in debt to the IRS, there's good news. Optima Tax Relief can help you resolve your tax debt right from the safety of your own home. Optima's award-winning team works with you online and over the phone, so you don't have to leave the comfort of your home to put your tax problems to rest. Optima's A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau and standing by, ready to help you today. Call now for a free consultation. Call 800-960-1575. 800-960-1575. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. The Storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Well, it's 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Wayne Shack, who goes back and finds out where the part is made and then follows it all the way through the chain, even to your car. He sits behind this little computer screen in the very dark of night in China, and he looks at the sales records of every auto parts warehouse in the world, and he decides how many parts are being sold, and then he goes back and finds the part, and then he tells everybody, I found the the guy that makes everybody's motor mounts, and and I, I can give, get you onto him and then you work out your own deal now that's a simplification i would say so okay (laughs) (laughs) okay and i can't possibly describe it all but we got some callers harry good morning to you hey how you doing mark i'm good glad you got a parts guy on here i got a couple questions okay um yeah what is the difference if there is between remanufactured and rebuilt and if there is which one is generally better that's a good question you know it depends on how much is actually done, and that that is that topic of conversation. It's a good question. It's come up over the years. Uh, remanufactured in the past always meant that, uh, as a rotating electrical piece, uh, all components were replaced. Everything, but bearings were replaced. Brushes. Stator brusher. Stator stator was completely finished off. Essentially, when you were done, you were, what you were left with was. Um, a shell, which was the casing, which reality is that doesn't go bad, so you're just reusing it again, but you're, everything is essentially brand new. All the consumables yeah. are brand new. Yeah. And rebuilt, um, is in, for example, in a fuel injector, they would do the same thing, except you can't replace certain components internally inside of it. Was it tested? Was it qualified? Was it cleaned? Was it, is it flowing properly? It can be considered to be rebuilt. And and I think, you correct me if I'm wrong, I think rebuilt means we went in and fixed the problem that you had, and we might have on our way in replaced the nose bushing on your starter. Yeah, right. And But remanufactured is, is all the consumable stuff, all the stuff that breaks, all the stuff that spins, all the stuff that wears is remanned. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Harry? Exactly. That was a great question, though. Okay, okay yeah. yeah, I got a little follow-up to that. What uh, uh, generally... Uh, 
you kind of see you rebuild more than you do ran, remanufacture it. And uh, how do you go about looking for the remanufactured part? I mean, you know, uh, other than just asking directly, because you know, a lot of times the the boxes don't, you know, don't really say sometimes. And the shop can't you're, tell you either. So yeah, that's it, the hard question. It, you're right, and you will find it predominantly rebuilt. On, uh, for example, we call it rotating electrical starters and alternators. I pick on that one because it's an easier one to, to, to do. Um, normally, as a rule, unless it was somebody locally who, who cleaned something up and put it back together and it functions and works, it's rebuilt. Or is it re- completely remanufactured because that seems to be the industry standard. When you're talking about electrical component, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of one here, but um, there may be something where they can solder connectors back together mm-hmm. and do something that typically goes wrong. It's Springs rebuilt. behind the brushes. Right, exactly, something like that. Uh, you're right. And the only thing I can say on that is it's all about research and, you know, whether we, Mark likes to hear that word or not. But you know what? We have a, a tool today <laughs> at our disposal called the Internet, and, you, and you, you know, there's a lot of information that's out there on brands. It really is. You can go into a brand, and you can typically find enough information on the background now of what, who the company is and what brand it is and what they're doing. But it's going to be a price, don't you think? There's going to be a big price difference. Well, there is going to be a price difference between the rebuilt and the remanufactured. It, it, that, that, that's true. Okay. That's true. And, Harry, I don't know how much you're going to see at the tail end of that because it depends on the shop. They may not know the difference, but they called, and they, the guy said it's a remand, and they didn't pay attention to that. They actually got it rebuilt. In, in a lot of their minds, that's going to be the same, but you're going to get charged the higher price for the lower quality. But typically the warranty takes care of that anyway. Right. Right. So, and that doesn't always mean that it's that it's a bad product, by the way. That that doesn't necessarily mean that. That doesn't imply that it's uh, that the that the quality is bad because that may, from a rebuilt perspective, that might all, that it, that the only thing that it really needs. And and you're right. It, and if I'm going to give you a year warranty, I'm saying you know if the brushes go bad or if something else happens, I'm still going to warranty the entire alternator. Right. I'm going to still. So Harry, you can stop buying those used tires because the new ones are a little bad. <laughs> I like recap. They're always good. <laughs> now you're going back. <laughs> hey, well, it's a good question, I think, to ask uh, when you get anything done at the shop. Is it rebuild or remanufactured, or is it, you know, I'm gonna new say or whatever? You know? 80% of the shop owners I, I know, including my own staff, is going to struggle with that question. It's gonna, oh, we're going to okay. struggle because we just don't know. It comes in a box. It's a box we've sold many, many times. And it's terms that we've used in an industry over the years, and it's kind of got watered down. But generally, that was that's always been yeah. the situation. Well, what you said, though, that I paid attention to is, is you say virtually everything today is remanufactured. So there's not a lot of rebuilders. And you said locally, and I agree with you, yeah. there's local guys here that will rebuild starters and alternators. But I think most everything in a box that we install, and Harry, your shop, uh, Kurtz, installs, is going to be remanufactured. And it's going to be representative of the warranty, too. So, Harry, right. good luck. Thank you very much for your call. Okay. Thank you. Arnie, we're going to take you over two times. We're going to go now, and then we're going to, if we don't finish, we'll get you on the other side of the break. But go ahead with your question. Okay. Well, I got uh, two. So... And this is a great segue into what you just were talking about. I have a uh, 1990 Lincoln Mark 7. I need a brake booster, which was unique to that uh, car. And the shops, the dealer, nobody can find one. I can't find a rebuilt or a remanufactured. Oh, you, you got know, a parts guy on there? I, well, I, how do I, I bef- get that I'm going to jump in before Wayne gets this. 
We hear that all the time. And some guy was looking for a 32-gallon Dodge fuel tank the other day. Here's the key. you got to find the OEM number, and then you can cross that baby over to, to do a bunch more. So it's just that nobody wants to take the time. Amen. And to find it. Absolutely. Because it's out there. We, I could build your entire car bumper to bumper with parts that we have today. So. Uh. Well, I will tell you, and that one is, is another good question that, again, I defer back to an Internet. You do have the ability to look. There are companies out there, Cardone is one of them, mm-hmm. that, that uh, you have the ability to send that off. It's not cheap, but you could send it back. Um, there's other a uh, couple in California that come to my mind. I can't remember the names right now, but they're out there. I want you to stick with Cardone because you and I have had danced with Cardone for years. Absolutely. And we know that those are the guys that are going to be around 20 years from now. So C-A-R-D-O-N-E, 1-800-GO-CARDONE, and ask them, A, do you have a remanufactured one? I can send you the old one, and you send me the new one. They may not want to deal with you. They may want to deal with a shop, and you can turn them on to the shop. That's okay, as long as we can find one. I can tell you right now, unequivocally, that's available. I'm telling you, it's guaranteed. It's just somebody didn't want to put in... It. We found a water pump for a Rolls Royce the other day, right? And that makes a big difference. So I know you had a second question, Arnie, but I'm going to hold you off until about three or four minutes from now. Okay? So I'm going to put you on hold. Anybody else? We have four lines available: six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We're talking about automotive parts from inception, from birth until they go onto your car. Does the name mean anything? Can we have the same part in 10 different boxes? Is there a difference? How many people make motor mounts in the world? How many different people make a variety of parts or as opposed to just one part? When we talk about this aftermarket versus OEM, is there really a big deal? Is there a big difference between a starter and a Delco box with a GM label on it and something that we get from O'Reilly's or The Zone or something like that? So those are all the kind of questions that we can get. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You've heard all the lies about President Trump, but the truth is he's the most effective conservative president America has had in decades, and every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter, and my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. My book debunks the lies and reminds us why we need Trump 
and his will to fight and win against the left. It's the most important book of the year. The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Distracted driving kills in Arizona. Life is more important than your phone's beep. Stop the distracted driving, Arizona, please. Sponsored by the Arizona Chapter National Safety Council and the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Aired in cooperation with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, or understanding understanding someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero, even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you, and we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you. o'clock, 10 o'clock. Mark Salem with Wayne Shack. Wayne tracks parts all the way back to where they were born. But let me tell you about somebody who installs the parts that Wayne finds. Action Auto Supply or Action Auto Repair. I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom since 1983. I know he's honest. I know he's dependable. I know he knows right from wrong. I know he has your best interest in front of his own. And he makes sure, like all of us, or like many of us, that our technicians and our staff, you know, falls in line with that. So if you're anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner, Action Auto Repair, it's a good shop to have your oil change done and stuff like that. We're going to go back to Arnie. Arnie, you had a second question. I did. I have a, a 1995 Jaguar XJS convertible in very good shape, except for a couple of shallow uh, dents in uh, my hood and my fender. Uh, i looking for somebody who could do... Um, paintless uh dent repair and really make it come out like new i don't i I really would like a good job because the car's in such good shape okay all right um you got your pencil handy uh yeah okay four eight zero five 
598. Hold on. Wait, 480. 598. Okay, go on. 1234. Oh, 480. 598. 598. 1234. Ask easy. for okay. Alan. Okay. And, and, and we, we, we use dentalist repair guys, and there's some we don't use again. There's some that we use uh-huh. all the time. Alan knows who uh-huh. that is, and you call them. And, okay. And they're gonna, you're going to interview them just like everybody else. Okay? i got to run, yeah. Arnie. Thank you very much. Ken, you're up next. How can we help you? Good morning. Uh, I've got a 91 Ford Ranger rear wheel drive only. I think I have traction lock. There's a solenoid on the top of the differential. How does this thing actuate? When, when does this kick in? I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm thinking that it's possible that this may, may not be what you think it is. Uh, uh, but if this is if this is an electronic uh, traction control where we're going to lock this two tires together on the rear end versus just one, it's nothing I've ever worked on before. So I think it might be something to do with the brake system. I think it might be something to do with, with looking at even pressure from side to side. But frankly, I don't know. But I can tell you what you do do is you can get you got a couple of options you can go to the parts store and ask for an exploded uh, uh picture of the differential on your ranger and then you point to it and say what's that and that would be an easy thing for you to do you just need an exploded drawing of your back end of your ranger on the differential and then ask somebody you can go into any parts store and probably get that answered but you've asked me a question that i don't know the answer okay this came up because i was getting ready to drain change the fluid and when i took the check plug out i saw a a thin uh ring gear with external teeth on it it looks like it lines up with this i think solenoid on the top well now we're talking about an abs uh speed sensor the abs speed sensor wants to know when the rear brakes lock up so now we have a sensor on the top of the differential and it tells okay. it, as opposed to a wheel sensor on every wheel, we're just going to monitor the uh, the uh, differential ring gear. And so that's that. now I think that's what it is, and I think I'm 75% sure. Okay, this thing does have rear anti-lock brakes. Okay, so well, that that's makes what sense. that is. Yeah, well, if you don't have an ABS light on, then you, there's nothing to do. Just leave it alone. Every once okay. in a while we have to pull them out, clean the, the metal fuzz off of them and put them right back in. But that's kind of how it works. Ken, thank you very much. I get to get to Larry. Larry, good morning. How can we help you? Hi, Mark. Good to talk to you again. Thanks for your help on my 81 El Camino in the past. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, my son has a 2019 Dodge Ram 5.7 V8 with e-torque. Okay. Uh, just over 15,000 miles on it. He's had a problem with it several times where he'll be driving it, and all of a sudden it starts running very rough. Um, engine light comes on, um, says it hardly runs. Um, by the time he gets it to the dealership, it's running fine. The engine light's off. Okay. There, they there have should be... pulled... Go ahead. They have pulled up um, codes twice 
they get two separate codes, but they're saying they can't fix it until it does it while they have it. Well, I, I, I don't know about that, but let, let me just tell you real quick because we're up against the time break here and sure. Bill's already yelling in my ear. The code doesn't mean the problem is there. The code okay. means that that system is squawking. So when you have an okay. oxygen sensor code, more than half the time we don't replace the oxygen sensor because upstream it's running lean. The oxygen sensor stuck on lean. The computer says, why don't I ever see Rich out of you? And the O2 sensor, I'm just the messenger boss. So all of a sudden the, uh-huh. the computer goes, oh, oxygen sensor. Well, it's not. So the check engine light is yellow for a reason. That means caution. doesn't mean stop. Mm-hmm. It's not red. Um, for for them to tell tell you that it has to be something that they have, here's the problem with that. 99% of the time we can diagnose this. However, if the code has gone away or the history has gone away, then the answer is yes. I need to see it the same day the light comes on. So that's okay. kind of what happens. What are the codes that um, that it's setting? Do you know? Do you know what the focus yes. is? Yes. Um, he told me the two codes they get are PO300 and PO308. Do you know what the talk is or what, what those are called? Uh, yes. He, he told me that the 300 is multiple misfire. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. 308 is a misfire on cylinder 8. Okay. Multiple misfires can be cylinder 8 going ta-da, ta-da-da-da, ta-da, that kind of stuff. So if I were working mm-hmm. on a car, I'd take the, the coil on number 8 and move it to number 6, and I'd take the they number know. 6 coil and go to number 8 and then see if the problem moved, and if the problem moved, then I'd replace the coil. I'd also do that with the spark plugs. This isn't going to cause him. If he starts smelling sulfur, you got to stop. you got to get oh, it fixed. Okay. But but really okay. and truly, this this ain't rocket science. This this is something that a good shop would fix. Do you like your shop? Well, see, he's in New Jersey. He's in oh, the Air well. Force. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Know? All right. Here's how he so, finds a good shop. Okay. He finds okay. a good shop by contacting a couple of different auto parts stores. Go in and find the gray-haired guy there that's been working there eleven years. And you okay. you get up and snuggle up to him, and you go, look it, I'm from out of town. My dad always said, go to the auto parts store because they know the guys that don't return parts, that don't try the part and return it. They pay their bills. They have the same technicians, and they're really good at what they do. What's the name of that shop around here? And that's what you do. Okay. All righty. Good luck, okay. Larry. Thank you very much. Al Todd, you stay right there. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. 
I am a United States Marine. PFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve 2037? I guess I was thinking Steve 2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, steps we, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I, I really, really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Well, when it comes to shops in town, I really do have the best list at MarkSalem.com. But Autodynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. He's been around the block a long time, family-owned and operated since 82. I know Chuck, who owns that facility, and I've known him since the 60s. So if and he's been around a long time, his son Derek actually runs Automotive Dynamics to make it the repair shop. So they're not paid a commission. They're not paid a percentage of your repair bill. Therefore, they can ensure that you're not going to be sold unnecessary parts. Their Auto Dynamics is on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. And let's go back. And did we finish up with Larry? I think we did. Yes. Okay. And Al, you're up next. How can I help you? Okay. Hi, Mark. Hi. I have a cargo van, uh, Nissan NV200. We just got back from a trip to Idaho. Now, I noticed that it didn't matter whether we were going 30 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour, or 70 miles an hour on flat land. This thing has a continuously variable trans, uh, continuously variable transmission, yes. CVT, and it always on flat land was pulling 2,000 RPM. The question is, Am I using just as much gas at 70 miles an hour as I am at 40 miles an hour? It has everything to do with your RPM and the load. Everything to do with load and RPM. If you've if your wife's got 12 cases of beer in the back of that cargo van, then you're not going to get the fuel economy that uh, if she left her beer home. So the answer to your question is is load and speed. 
So if you're going downhill, you can have all the load you want, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to help your fuel economy. But you just came mm-hmm. back from a long trip, and I think at the end of the day... So the fact that it's going uh, 2,000 RPM at all those speeds doesn't, doesn't really mean anything. If you're going a higher speed, you're going to be using more gas. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. How fast were you going at 2,000? Well, it didn't matter whether I was going 70 mile an hour, 50 mile an hour. 30 okay. mile an hour. Then 2,000 is the and top when end. when I'm going flat land with not, with not straining, it's 2,000. Okay. So the, the transmission set at 2,000 for for constant velocity. So the idea is is we're supposed to give you better fuel economy. We're supposed to get you there faster. But if you've got a 2,000 cap, no matter what you're doing, going fast, going slow, going uphill, traffic, and all that other kind of stuff, a hard throttle, then all you got is 2,000. So the answer to your question is is, you're gonna. You're, if you go to 1800, which I don't think you're capable of doing, you'd probably get fuel, better fuel economy. But if you were climbing a mountain at 1800, then you wouldn't. So, what kind of fuel economy are you getting with it? I'm getting a really steady 25. And you're complaining? No, I'm not complaining. It was oh. just a question. It's okay. Okay. Maybe I'm using the same amount of gas at 70 as at 50, and it didn't make any sense. Well, and and I I'm unable to tell you what you're doing, but I'd be happy with 25 miles per gallon on anything I do. So, anyway, well, thank okay. you. I've got to move on. Thank you very much, Todd. You're up next. Hey, Mark. I don't know how you, a guy, an upstanding guy like you, has some clown like this Wayne guy on your radio. I had to, I had to actually check him out from his probation officer. Yeah, thanks, Todd. And <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. No, hey, you kind of and. In fairness to the listeners, this guy has forgotten more about parts than, I, than most of us will ever know. That was I know the guy. So you had dabbled a little bit and mentioned the the thing about um, OE parts and parts in OE boxes and the differences versus the parts in the parts store. But you guys had never really talked about it. And I think it's a really interesting topic. And I don't know how much Wayne can go into as far as disclosure, as far as uh, you know, like we know that. Toyota, Denso, they make their own stuff, but there are a lot of guys out there that don't, that just simply rebox parts, and you're paying more for an OE name in a certain color box that that really is no different than what you would buy in a parts store. And I, I, th- I think that's a really interesting topic that, that really okay. could, we could delve into a bit. We can. Yeah, well, go it, ahead. And if we have the time. This, it, do you have any secrets? You, uh, take him down, Gil. Take him down so he can. Do you have any secrets about Todd you want to tell us? Because he came <laughs> out and, and, uh, and he outed you? Huh? I've got stories. We could go on forever, but it's probably best. <laughs> How many wives does he have? Right. What church does he go to? Um, well, that's oh, the problem. Goodness. Oh, that's the problem. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. All right, go. He, he had a question. Go. You know, um, it's it's a good point because we're, especially from car guys, and I'm talking from we, the professional installers, in my opinion, we've, for those of us, at, at least my age and Mark's age, um, brands were prevalent. And uh, I'm not saying there's not value in brands. There, there, are, there certainly is. But the reality is, because a brand's out there, doesn't mean they were they manufactured every part that's inside that box. Okay, they might manufacture a portion of what they have to offer in all parts that are available, and the balance of those are procured out. They're bought from other sources. They have to be. Nobody makes uh, engine management pieces. I'm just saying nobody makes fifty thousand part numbers. They've only manufactured a range of them, and the balance of those they qualify products from being everywhere. And the same thing happens, by the way. And it's a good conversation from a new car. I bought my car this day. The part I love that worked great on it is the one that I want to buy two years from now. 
I'm going to tell you right now, if you go over to whatever place you go to in a dealership, or I'm not picking on that, but you think you're buying an OE part, inside that box, I'm not saying the quality of the part is wrong, but you may be thinking you're getting the part that came on the car today, and I'm telling you, that's not the way that it works. <laughs> the manufacturer buys subcomponents or components complete in assembly. They don't have just secret uh, parts sitting there on hand of that same, that same component all the time. And I can go into this in many different levels. I've seen this happen over the years. Uh, water pumps were a good example of that. I've seen a manufacturer in Mexico making just an OE part for OE production only. When people went back to the red, white, and blue box thinking, I'm going to get that exact part, you got a part that was made up in Canada. I'm saying there's nothing wrong with it, but the assumption is that it was the exact same part that day. It doesn't work that way. Brake pads are a great example of that, too. It but doesn't happen that way. You said two things that are important to me. Water pump. you got the housing, and you got the shaft and the seals and the impeller. Piece of cake. Bearings. Bear- okay, but all of those are going to be replaced or not replaced, rebuilt, remanufactured, or whatever. They're new, and, so and, everything's new in water And they come water. together because right. nobody just makes the housing, the bearings, the shaft, and the impeller. They all come together. It, it, if you're in production watching that, they may, in fact, come from different sources. My point to it is the date that car was produced, there was a contract let to XYZ Company to make um, hundreds of thousands of that one part. You two years from now, that might be the same part in a box because whatever they had overrun went into a box when you went to and you went to buy it, mm-hmm. or it may not. Right, and, and that's a it's a really good point that you assume that I'm going to get the exact same thing. It it may happen, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. In fact, it doesn't. But point to it is that that's often contracted out from somebody else in the aftermarket realm. They're shopping just the same way to have a replacement part available as anybody else. Okay. The and real good point, point, though, is though, what you said was you're never going to, two years later, you're not going to be able to buy the part that came on the car. That's something that's virtually impossible, unless, of course, this part lasts 100,000 miles on every car, and the dealer has a stock of starters, and they're in a the box that are two years. Of that. Exactly. I understand. I understand. Exactly. The other thing is, too, the car, I mean, you could buy the same vehicle six months later, and it may come from a different source than the part that that was on the exact same car that was produced six months before because they make change contracts in the middle of the production all run. the it's, time that's why there's yep, different part exactly. numbers when you go into a, a you know some place and there will be a different part number assigned it didn't just happen typically they've made a revision to it they've changed yep. supplier to it that happens all the time. And we hear that when they say, give us the production date, because October backwards is one, October exactly. forwards is another. That's exactly right. And so there's two yep. different, and those are two different vendors, and so, and we don't know which one is the best one and which one isn't. But do you, do you have any pictures that we can post on the internet of Todd, maybe drunker than a hoot owl at some kind of a parts get-together or something like that? No, we got to take pictures of him riding, riding his bike. 30 or 40 miles in the heat, you know, because uh-huh. he's one of those guys. Well, oh. I'm sitting at home eating my steak. 30 or oh, 40 his, his head is child big. play. All righty. I got to run, but Thank we got to get to Bob. Bob, you're up next. How can I help you? Morning, guys. You know, when you order parts from Rock Auto and they seem like they're really cheap, and then I asked my mechanic about it, and he said, well, you're taking a big chance because Rock Auto buys, like, old inventory, like from maybe a dealer or an old parts house or something. Wrong. Wrong, and wrong, could wrong. Have been sitting around wrong. For six stop, or seven stop, years. stop. Stop. It's not true. He's not telling you the truth. Okay? okay. 
He's not. When Rock Auto, when you order from Rock Auto, Rock Auto, there's a big warehouse in your town I'm not going to identify. Rock Auto sends a PO to that warehouse. That warehouse puts it in a box and sends it to you. That's it. And Rock Auto is a little bitty double-wide trailer in the middle of nowhere, and all they do is buy from other people. The problem on the price is, is there's a freight charge. So, yes, you can beat Salem's purchase price. Yes, you can. But if you want to send it back, you have to pay the freight to you, the freight to you. You have to pay the freight back, and then you have to pay the freight for the other one. So at the end of the day, you're much better dealing with me than Rock Auto. But anybody can buy their parts, but I'm not going to install a part because if it doesn't work, then I have to prove it's the part and not my installation, and I don't have time for that. So to answer your question, your mechanic is wrong. The part that you're getting from Rock Auto is the same part Salem installs in your car if I do business with that warehouse. But there's a big warehouse in, in Phoenix that is the Rock Auto big dog. There's many of them, okay. by the way, around the country. Yeah. Many of I, them. But I said Phoenix. Correct. Yeah. But and, and, and so the idea of this whole thing is um, Wayne and I are <laughs> I can't. I'm not going there. It's. It's. If we were going to do the same thing as Rock Auto, I just can't think fast enough that you and I could pull that off with some other part of a of a car. It would be like tires. You're going to buy tires from me, and you're and I'm going to have them shipped to you by discount tire. Something like that. So anyway, um, I'm sorry, Bob, but he's wrong uh, with what he told you. And Wayne's sitting here next to me, and he's shaking his head. He's laughing because we both know that what he told you isn't true. But it's it's not an inferior part. It's the same. You know what? If he if you didn't if he didn't buy it from Rock Auto, it's entirely possible that when he orders from his vendor, it's the same part and the same part number. It's entirely. It could potentially be fulfilled by the same person that that Mark has mentioned that he's purchasing from. It's, yep. it's fulfillment. It's a masterful plan. I mean, it really is. But there's always the devil behind the details. It's always that way. And and it's a good idea when Rock Auto came out. But Rock Auto, the problem with it is people bring me the page off the Internet. And they say, can you, you know, this is my cost. And I go, it's cheaper than mine. And they go, well, why, why do I buy cheaper? Well, you haven't paid the freight yet. <laughs> and there's other considerations there. But it's a good part. It's not so, nothing wrong with the concept. I I, I, I admire it. I really do. I wish I would have thought of it. Really? I, I, yeah, but it's it's quite amazing for everybody to understand. It's not sitting there ready for a part to fulfill. And it's not coming from some factory or some double-wide trailer deep in the bowels of Utah. It's just a bunch of people on computers that are ordering parts from people they've developed a relationship all over the United States. Negotiated. How many people in Phoenix, How many, without saying it, how many warehouses in Phoenix are going to be first call for Rock Auto? Uh, it, there's a there's there's more than one. Okay, okay. Just put it that way. There's more than one. Okay, all right. So anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two. The lines are wide open. So if you'd like to join us, boy, now would be the time. We're at the top of the hour, so I'm going to get a, take a break here in about a, thirty seconds. Then we're going to have some news, weather, sports, and all that kind of stuff, and then we're going to come back at about three after. So if you want to chime in, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, -960-9696, 888-960-9696.